You are listening to Audio Drama in a Darker Shade at darkerprojects.com. And now our feature presentation. By the 22nd century, mankind had stretched forth its hand to command the stars. Other races were discovered, and as the human sphere of influence expanded, they were happy to live in peaceful coexistence, and humanity was on the verge of an evolutionary leap. The Terran Emperor was the first to ascend to the next step of human evolution. His advisors, who now styled themselves holy clerics, sought to force the other races to see the light of their religion. They began to subjugate the other races to the will of the Empire. The Ansys, who saw the Empire as decadent, illogical, and chaotic, waged war upon it. Admiral von Grippen, the brightest military mind in centuries, betrayed the Empire and removed the entire home fleet, collapsing the jump gate after him, leaving Earth and the Empire to be squashed under the heel of Ansys oppression. Now, 300 years after the fall of the Terran Empire, humans find themselves the subject race, stagnating on their own world, unable to evolve, either technologically or otherwise. It is into this oppressive world that the most unlikely of men are thrust into the roles of heroes. Darker Projects presents The Falcon Banner, Episode 5, The Future Remembered, Part 2. Scripted by Mark Brzee. Based on The Falcon Banner, a novel by Christopher Patrick Lydon. Original music composed and performed by Kai Hartwig and Kevin McLeod. Featuring the voice talents of Seth Adam Shearer as Darian Tain, Chris Snyder as Matt Elias, Amsis Guard, and the Freighter Captain, Tom Davis as Amsis Inquisitor, Laura Post as Lauren, Eric Busby as Nazim, Mark Kalita as Kendrick, Mark Brzee as Shale, John Lipsy as the Orion Boy, Jim Barber as the Guildmaster, David Alt as Admiral Von Grippen, Brandon Cole as Commander Kit Durnham, Clemangus as Archduke Walker Von Karen, and Chris Peterson as the Amsis Fleet Commander. Previously on the Falcon Banner. This is the Jakarta. Tell me what a hegemony military vessel is doing in Commonwealth territory. I boarded and seized her. Then, Captain Tane, perhaps I should board and take her for myself. Outpost Theta 10, we are declaring a state of emergency. You must let us land here. Now! Aliens. It's an ambush. I am Darian Tane. Go bay. Bastards, that's my ship! And my crew. Captain Tane and his crew successfully brought justice and order to the outer sectors when they defeated the warlord Rashagar's warship, the Jakarta, in a battle to liberate Commonwealth Outpost Theta 10. Where are we? In Orion Guildhall. It was Lauren's idea of the closest friendly place where you could get patched up. It's a school? Well, it's more than that. It's where Orion children learn trades. They're safe here, looked after while their parents work. It's, it's not what it looks like. Either you two are in a world of denial, or someone needs to teach you boys what it means to be in love. So... Have you asked him? No, I... Look, we have a few more days at the Guildhall. Just ask him if he wants to go to dinner with you or something. I love you. Well... I don't know how I feel. 
but that's not a no. I feel something. I just don't want to lead you on. Oh, crap. Amps' shock troopers were coming from the top of the dome. Master, what happened? I don't know. They just appeared inside our defense We were locked out before we could activate it. All right. I'll go buy you some time. Frack! Trapped. And outgunned. I surrender. The hegemony consists of five member races. They form castes within a society of equals. At the bottom sit the Terrans, the worker caste. At the top, the Amsis, the warrior caste. When one caste has shovels and the other has guns, who has equality? Walk of Uncaring. Criticisms of Hypocrisy. Don't shove. I surrendered, remember? Get inside. <laughs> Inquisitor. Is something funny, Captain Tane? Yes. I was just thinking how much I pitied you. And why is that, Captain? If anything, it should be me who pities you. After all, you are my prisoner. True. However, I wasn't the one who had to risk war with the Commonwealth and the Orions just to recapture me. You killed an Inquisitor. An example must be made. Yes, I killed an Inquisitor, having done that when they tried to arrest me. I killed one of your kind and wounded another, unarmed, in a space not much bigger than this room. Hmm. That's what I thought. You're bullies. The second someone shows you they aren't afraid, you back down. You have been found guilty of crimes against the state. Murder and insurrection. Wouldn't be the first time, so just shut up and shoot me. Inquisitor... It appears your little resistance group is responsible for denying me the docking bays. You will order them to surrender immediately. Funny. I don't remember you saying please. This is not a request, Captain. Well then, Inquisitor, I suggest you go screw yourself. Okay, if I have this right, the Amsis uploaded a virus to the Guildhall computer, blinding the weapons platforms in the primary sensor net. That's what allowed them to sneak attack. Brilliant! They piggybacked it on the news update feed. Damn, they're good. Wait. This isn't an Amsis virus. Too sophisticated. It's getting cold in here. Skipper's tunic. Ah, oh, Skipper. I wish you were here. They can't blow those doors, can they? 
It would take them ages to get through the armor plating. They could nuke it, but they'd risk taking out half the station and the shock troopers along with us. No, the Emsils would try to do this with boarding parties. They liked things to stay simple. Anyone have any idea how we're going to get out of this mess? I have one. Think my fighter would fit down the corridors? You want to take that fighter in? You're insane. No, just of British descent. down that fighter. Stop him. Do not let him get off this station. This is my chance. I gotta get out of here. Hmm. Looks like the Inquisitor lost his gun in chaos. How fortunate for me. You will not escape, Captain Tane. Yeah, not so tough now. Hmm. This gun is set wrong. There. Now it's set right. Didn't think a dumb, dirty Terran knew how to use one of these, did you? What? Is that fear I see in your eyes, Inquisitor? Captain Tane. <sighs> Screw you. really getting cold. This poor kid. This isn't going the way it should. This code isn't Amesis. They're just not that smart. Evil? Tough? Yeah. But they're not smart enough to design this code. But they are using it. That means they're probably using it like they use everything. Brute force. And that would leave their transmissions open. That's it! can remodulate the antivirus program to be transmitted into the systems on a piggyback frequency. Just like the Amesis. Oh, I don't have much time. You have weapons! Fire! Good man, Elias. 
bastards. <clears throat> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Skipper? One and the same. May I ask which one of you let that damn fool loose with a fighter? I guess he thought he would create a distraction. Well, it worked. How's my ship? Right where you parked him last, boss. What the hell was that? Shale set up sentry guns. They're doing a nice job of keeping our little pest problem under control. Hmm, okay. Well, I'm just around the corner. I'm trying to round up some cavalry, and I'll see about a rescue. Oh, I wouldn't bother. At this rate, it's going to be us rescuing you for a change. <laughs> then what are you waiting for? Join the party. Oh, dear God. Are you alright? Oh, I will be. All these children... Soldiers. Dead. I know they're brave, but there should have been others. Not little kids. Captain, sir. At ease. The Guildmaster. Inside, Captain Tane. We did as you ordered, sir. We held our positions. That you did. Elias is buried in equipment, trying to get life support up to par. Ah, Guildmaster. The Inquisitor is dead. They have no leadership now. We destroyed their fleet. Your engineer would make a good officer on an Orion ship. <laughs> I somehow doubt he'll leave my crew, Master. I think I offer a pretty comprehensive benefits package. Indeed. My people again find ourselves in your debt, Captain Tane. This is the second time you and your crew have come to our aid. Don't thank me. It's not over yet. Don't dishonor the deed by denying that you were the one that did it. My people tell me that they should be able to break the siege on the docking bay shortly. They are also owed thanks. They held back the tide, keeping the Amsus from landing more troops. Did you catch that? Sure did. Tell them that I deserve a raise next time I sign on to an Orion vessel. No way. Then I have to find a way to match it, and that could start a bidding war that we'd all sooner avoid. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Okay, Master. Let's get this battle over. The Ansys were no match for the Imperials. Their ships trailed behind in technology, their strategists unoriginal and uncreative. How were a people so inept at war able to bring down the mightiest empire ever to exist? There was no one left to stop them. Archduke Francesco, the fall of the Empire. We've been jumping now for five days. Our engines are being pushed hard. I just don't want to repeat the mistakes of staying in one system for too long. We'll jump again soon. The course follows Von Karen's map through the Apollon Rift to the end of nowhere. The crew is exhausted as well. Only the chief engineer is still awake, like me, performing general maintenance. You okay, Skipper? Yeah. Just tired. Just made the calculations for our next jump. You ready? Yep. Just working on this stuff.
What is it? It's a jump nexus. At least, I think it is. It isn't set up like the others. It's... just a single gate. What does that mean? Every jump nexus is interconnected. They each have gates connecting to gates on another nexus. Kind of like pan-galactic highways that connect the universe together. Like the gates at the Haligonian Nexus. The one that was dark. The one to the Gelden jump nexus. When Von Grippen blew that one up, he essentially cut off an entire section of the Empire. All the jump gates corresponding to Gelden went dark. Useless. But Von Grippen didn't go to Gelden. He came here. And the Amsis believed he fortified himself in an unreachable fortress of systems around Gelden. So they didn't come looking for him. Von Grippen must have been planning this for years. To have built a jump gate without anyone knowing. Is it active? I can't tell. We don't know much about jump gate technology, but the Orions believe they were powered by zero-point energy, meaning they could, theoretically, last forever. So, do we follow them? We can't just turn back. Wherever's on the other side of that gate, we're supposed to find it. It's our destiny. We don't know that. For all we know, that gate could lead nowhere. Or worse, it could dump us in the middle of trouble far worse than we're already in. I agree with Lauren. We don't know where it leads. How do we know we're going to be able to get back? We can't just turn around. I agree with the boy. Then we go through. Lauren, prepare for jump. Everybody, strap in. We don't know what to expect, so better safe than sorry. reading ships, but no power reading. No life signs. Nothing. Just the ships, the stations, and... dead planets. I'm seeing no traces of a fight. No signs that they abandoned the ships. There's hundreds of them. My god. Look at them. They're... It's... My god. Skipper, what's that? I don't know. I've detected a power source. I think it's some kind of station. There's an Imperial ship docked to it. That's Von Grippen's sigil. That was his ship. What do we do now? We find out what happened. Lauren, is there a place to dock us? Got it, Skipper. There's a landing platform on the far end of the station. It'll give us access to the docking port. Boss, the station's power systems just went active. Skipper, the monolith. God, look at it. So, who gets to go? The people who wanted to be here. It's only fair. Damned right. I'm not risking my neck on some alien station. I'll keep the engines warm in case we need to get out of here in a hurry, boss. 
seems secure. Come on down. R403, keep a lock on us, just in case. Will do. R403 out. Wow! Wow what? Wow. What is this place? It looks just like a hallway. No side corridors, no doors, just long tunnel-like hall. It looks ceremonial. Skipper, who's the corpse on the black altar? Only one person it could be, Elias. Archduke Admiral Alexander von Rippen, the last warlord of the Empire. Virtutis, Gloria, mercies. Glory is the reward for valor. You are from the Empire. Um, no. But I am from Earth. Humanity had reached the pinnacle of its evolution, and it sought to reach beyond the limitations of the flesh. Our science created wonders. It created the Emperor, a mortal man who went beyond the limits of evolution to become something greater. But he was the only one permitted this divine gift of science. His clergy sought to use a legacy that was the Terran birthright to elevate him and subjugate all beneath the banner of his new... religion. I... don't understand. He sought godhood, and he attained it. But it was never meant for just one man. It was meant for our entire race. The next step. To grow beyond our mortality and become one with the divine. I would not let them become part of an insane crusade. They would have burned their way across the universe, destroying any who didn't convert to their banner, the fanaticism, the death. It had to stop. There was only one way to stop it. I stormed the Imperial Chancellery, stole the Emperor's secrets, and ran leading my guard and as many of our people as I could here to the end of nowhere. And I gave the gift to all of them, mankind's birthright, the stars. Where we are now, we are beyond the reach of our enemies. What about those you left behind? What about us? What are we supposed to do now? You can't just abandon us to the Amsis. You can't... you can't just leave us to them. Glory is the reward for valor. What the hell? You are from the Empire. It's a hologram. A recording. He's not even here. No. You can't just leave us like this. The pinnacle of its evolution, and it sought to reach beyond the limitations of the flesh. No. Our science like created wonders. It created the Emperor, a mortal man who went beyond the limits of evolution to become something greater. But he was the only one. believed in you. What? He left us behind. He abandoned us. <sighs> That's it. We're finished. Over. This patch 
still means something. <laughs> What the hell was that about? What did he mean that our emblems still mean something? Ships? The ships! He may have left, but he didn't abandon us. What? Von Grippen! He and the Imperials may have gone, but they left their ships behind. That's his legacy. He couldn't stop Cardiac and the bishops, but he left hope behind for us. You're not making much sense. So he left his ships. It's not like we can use them. No, not all of them. Maybe only one at first. Hell, look at everything Darian's been able to do without Imperial technology behind him. Can you imagine what he could do with an Imperial ship? It'd make the Hegemony High Command piss themselves, that's for sure. Um, not helping you restore the Empire. I don't plan to. All I want is freedom. One ship, one crew. Then, it's a matter of choosing a ship. No, it's not. There is only one ship that will send the kind of message you want to send. Von Grippen's ship. Make me a deal. When this is all over and the dust settles, I get to come back here and choose one ship and give it to my people. Equals all the way. True equality. Agreed? Yes! I'm on board. Done. A chance to get my hands on a working Imperial starship? Of course I'm in. <laughs> this really does make me a resistance leader, doesn't it? You always were, Skipper. When I first saw the burned-out shell of the Excalibur, two hundred years in her grave, shattered and broken in the clouds of Neptune, a relic of a much more idealistic time, I could just imagine her proudly slipping her moorings on her launch day, carrying with her the hopes of a generation of humanity finally able to reach for the stars. Her running lights proudly depicted her name, Excalibur, for every eye to see. I wonder if anyone who were present that day knew how pivotal a role that ship would play in the history of our entire race. Von Grippen Meditations. Come on, the docking ring is over here. The ship has been here over 200 years! I just hope there's stuff for me to play with. I mean, fix. Does anyone else feel like we're walking around in someone else's tomb? Okay, so, which way? On Orion ships, we have color-coded lines on the deck so people don't get lost. Like these. Which one? Gold. Okay then, we follow gold. Look at the emblem painted on these doors. It's Von Grippen's crest, the striking falcons. This has got to be the right ship. Here are the mecha bays. 
They're huge. Like giant legs with enough firepower to destroy anything. Standing at attention, like an honor guard over the ship. Infantry lands. Marine support unit. Wow. Can you imagine facing one of those on a battlefield? It would tear through conventional tanks. Hell, I don't think the Amzas have anything even close. They're just giant robots. Overkill, in my opinion. We should press on. Yeah. Hey, wait for me! Hey, here's an elevator. CIC and a bridge combined. Yep. Here's the situation room with all the plotting boards still intact. Hey, look. It still has the course the ships took through the Empire during their retreat. This baby was built to take some punishment. Look at the reinforcing beams. Look. On the captain's chair. Von Grippen's coat draped over the back. So that everyone knows he intends to return. It's an old tradition. I found the helm controls. Three-dimensional displays. This ship has auxiliary power, gravitic drives. Some of this I recognize from theoretical models the Orions were working on, but it's far beyond anything I've seen before. We have a full loadout of weapon systems. A full magazine of offensive and defensive missiles, beam weapons, drone fighters, the list goes on. Right. I think we should take a look around the ship, find out as much as we can, and meet back here in an hour. Figure out if we can actually fly this thing. I'd like to see the engines, check out some of the systems. It's been a few hundred years, there's bound to be a few things wrong with them. The sooner I get started trying to figure this thing out, the sooner I can tell you if we can use it. Right. I'll stay here, coordinate with the rest of you, and try and work out the control interfaces. Well, you know where we're going! Fighter base! You're feeling what I'm feeling. Like we may have bitten off more than we can chew. It's a big ship. I can't help feeling intimidated. We could try something smaller. This is, what, a strike cruiser from the looks of her. Mid-range command and control vessel. We could try a destroyer or maybe something a bit more manageable. Kendrick had a point. It needs to be a ship that people will identify with if have any hope of this. Sit down. I can't. A Terran hasn't seen the inside of a warship in hundreds of years. You're the closest thing we have, as an entire species, to a qualified starship captain. This is your seat now, so sit down. <gasps> what? The ship. Felt. The ship. It could just be your imagination. No. I know what I felt. It's like the ship is 
sizing me up. Like it's a sentient being. Relax. All right, ship. You've had your look. Now what? Now I try to decide who you are. Uh, Captain Darian Tain. And you are Excalibur. Not precisely. I'm part of the ship. Or, more precisely, the ship is all of me. I am Commander Kit Durnham. I was the executive officer of this vessel when she was commissioned. The ship chose this template in my personality and uses me to interface with the crew. You're like an avatar of the ship. No, I would be the user interface. Windows for a starship. <laughs> Dated humor. You must forgive me. It'll take me a while to get caught up. Imperial uniform. Captain's rank. However, you strike me as a little too young. The ship would like you to explain this irregularity. The Empire was invaded. Earth? Conquered. By the Amsis. The Amsis? The Amsis couldn't tie their own shoes without writing a manual first. The Amsis defeated the Empire? I warned him. He seldom listened to anyone once he had an idea stuck in his head. The ship would like to know how you came to be here if the Empire has fallen. There's an Amsis Raptor docked at the far end of the monolith. It contains a log recorder and news archive. It should give you information about the current state of the universe. Perhaps you would be so kind as to interface with your ship's computer and allow the ship to review the data in question. How do I do it? It's easy. I would do it myself, but as you can see, I'm incapable of doing so. Just follow my directions. I can feel the ship again. It's almost as if it were alive. It has emotions. It's angry. What's wrong, Commander? This is going to take some time to adjust to. This isn't the first time she's awoken to find everything different. I don't understand. Hmm. First von Grippen, now you. It is quite disconcerting for the ship. She was never designed to be an operative this long. She wants to know, what happened to the Admiral? He's... He's dead. I must inquire as to your purpose, Captain. This is an Imperial warship, but without an Empire... I know. I... I want to free my people. Go find support, bring them back, and field more of these ships. Are they all alive? No, just Excalibur. She is... unique. We built her that way. Then I'm going to need help. I think you already know what Excalibur wants. Yes. To go home. Back to civilization after so long in exile. Thank you. I am nothing more than a memory. It's not me you should thank. First Commander Taggart, and all the way through Von Grippen. This ship really is alive. It seems a shame to let the history stop. Maybe I should write something. Kendrick just got back. It took some tight maneuvering, but he docked the Raptor to the Excalibur's stern courier deck on the dorsal hull. He and Shale are unloading our belongings now. What are you doing? 
I found the ship's logbook. It doesn't seem right, given all the history the ship's had, to just ignore it. I... Well, I thought I'd update it. You're a very complicated man, Skipper. I hope you put something good in there about your first mate. I always write good things about my crew. How are you coming along with the ship's nav controls? They're complicated. Kit assures me they'll get easier once I get used to them. This ship is awesome. Its jump engines are like nothing I've ever seen before. They take next to no time to recharge. They just draw directly off of zero-point energy like the jump gates. She has shields and... well, it's amazing. Good to hear. Once everything is stowed away from the Raptor, I want to get underway. If that's the case, I better get working on plotting a course. Weary wanderers wonder wistfully, would warship work? Wise women worked wishes, willing worthy warriors well. While we wait, watching. Anonymous, Polian Poem. Captain, we're receiving a hail from a starship under a Commonwealth flag. It's the freighter Torpey out of the Jaeger system. Commonwealth Vessel, this is the HMS Excalibur, en route to the Karen system on Imperial Business. Is this some kind of joke? This is Captain Darian Tain, and I assure you that this is no joke. Lauren, slow down enough to let him take a good look. You're showing off your new toy. Freighter Torpey, you may stand down your weapon systems, as you can see, if we bore you any hostile intentions. My God. Is that really? I think that's enough of a look for now. Let's put some distance between us and them and get underway again. You were showing off. Captain's Log, HMS Excalibur, Captain Darian Tain, recording. The ship is en route to the Karen system. It's already taking far less time than the trip out here. I'm letting the crew get settled in. Elias is exploring the bowels of the ship and is a seemingly endless repair list, which pleases him no end, along with the ship and Commander Durnham's pleasure as well. Kendrick and Nazine are like a couple of kids in a candy store. If it's Imperial, and it's weaponry, they want to learn all they can about it. So far, I've been lucky. They could have been playing with the mechs, but seem satisfied to explore the fighters and drones. Shale worries me. 
He's been remarkably quiet since we left the monolith. We're done on Karen. What's wrong? This is gonna be hard. Here, let me tie that. Hmm, something's missing. Oh yeah, must be these captain's eagles. There, that's better. What is it? You look like a dashing young starship captain, and I was just thinking that I don't do damsel in distress very well. Actually, you do it very well. Don't! Ew. What? I finally get a kiss and you go, ew? I'm not ewing about the kiss. You licked my nose. I like your nose. <laughs> okay, watch it. Your butt's all bony. You should go on duty. Huh. Well, it's gonna be difficult with you uh, wrapped around my waist. Morning, Skipper. So tell me. And what is that, Captain? Why did the ship choose you as its interface? I was the first officer aboard the ship for its commissioning trials. I was the one who first tested the ship's AI systems, so we grew very close. It was very difficult to teach the AI, true. It had plenty of programming to fall back on, but no one had actually explained to it why all these rules were in place, what its purpose was. I was the first person to treat the ship as an equal, but unfortunately after the accident, she had no one. Accident? We were an exploration vessel that used a completely different design of jump drive. We could go further than anyone else, see more of the universe than mankind had ever thought possible. Excalibur was moving out past Neptune to perform another jump test. She remembers Captain Taggett engaged the jump drive. Something went wrong. She awoke with Von Grippen sitting in the command chair, his salvage crew repairing her damaged systems. She awoke confused 
injured amidst strangers. She tried to communicate with Von Grippen, but the man wasn't trained to understand her innate language. She was desperate to understand what had happened to her. She accessed her memories, used the same control interface you use for the displays, and created the first image she could think of. Me. Yet, you're distinct from the ship. She had enough records of me in her memory bank to recreate me as best she could. She needed to communicate with Von Grippen and did it the only way she knew how. Through me. Essentially, I'm an AI within an AI. What happened? To the crew? We don't know. Von Grippen had his ideas. He thought that there had been a failure with one of the ship's power converters that blew out and shut down the entire ship. It will remain forever a mystery, I fear. But Von Grippen had an idea to rebuild the ship. He spent a long time with the ship, giving it access to historical databases, teaching it about the Empire, its rise, its politics. So much time lost. She was frightened. He was like a father to her, caring for her, making her strong again. I've read his logs. He left the ship. The man had just lost his wife and son, and he was struggling to raise his grandson in an empire teetering on the edge of insanity. She needed him to give her purpose, and he turned her from a derelict explorer to a warship. The Emperor, before his ascension, dubbed her the Pride of the Empire. That must have been quite a day. She was very proud. The Emperor was a good man and a wise leader. But after his ascension, the bishops and clerics gained power. They used him as a religion to cement their rule. Until Von Grippen said no. He obeyed, at first. He had served the Emperor loyally and so continued to serve the Empire, but it was no longer the same Empire. When he refused to lead their jihad, they made Cardiac their champion. So much time has gone by. The Amsis. The Amsis toppled the Empire. It would be almost laughable if it wasn't true. They always hated humanity's ability to outthink and outfight them. Our tech was better, our strategies were better, and when they realized we wouldn't back down, they had no choice but to sue for peace. Well, given a little time and a little luck, they'll sue for peace again. So, what does she like to do for fun? Fun? Yeah, fun. Relaxation. What does she enjoy? I... she always enjoyed racing. Oh no, come on, I just fixed... Uh, Skipper, there's a gas giant there, watch... Those are Commonwealth ships. Look out! <laughs> Tell her that was fun. <laughs> she knows. She knows. We should make Karen in a few hours. How exactly are we going to do this? I mean, with Von Karen. I trust the man. He helped us find the lost fleet. 
It's only fair to tell him what we found and include him on what's to come. He's the last Imperial Archduke. He would add validity to what we're trying to accomplish. He's been very vocal about supporting you. Plus, we can't crew this ship alone. We're going to have to recruit a crew. Given all our options, Karen is probably our safest bet. I am not bringing on board a group of cutthroats, pirates, or slavers. No, but it does have a corps of loyal guardsmen. If you can get a company or two of them, maybe some pilots for the assault fighters we have in our hangar bay, I might be able to give you a wing of fighters in a couple of weeks. I agree with Kendrick. A couple of companies of Karen guards and we can screen potential crewmen from the Karen posts. There are good mercenaries out there, so long as you're lucky in who you pick. You might find a few who can impress you. Repair drones. A couple of engineers and some repair drones and I can keep this ship running. The advantage is the ship's hull armor is fluidic. The ship's outer hull is made up of nanorobots, trillions of them. The ship's AI anticipates where each shot will hit and tells these robots to bunch together and the hull gets harder in those areas. That's if a shot can get past the shields. Alright. We'll spend some time on Karen. We're going to have to recruit and train new crew members on ship systems. Then, we have a promise to keep. Right, Shale? What the hell? Commonwealth ships. And they're in battle formation. Checking scanners. Ansys attack group in the outer system. He's right. They're mounting a full-scale assault with those troop transports. We can't just attack. We're under crude and unprepared. Then what? Commander Durnham. General broadcast. Bear down on those transports. This is the HMS Excalibur. This is Imperial territory, and you are attacking one of our worlds. Captain Tate? I told you to bring some hope. I didn't expect you to take me seriously. I made a promise, Your Grace. But they appear to be ignoring me. I think I need to get their attention. You're insane, Skipper. When we're in range of those transports, vaporize them. I wish you luck, Captain. The missile destroyers are coming about... They've spotted us. Nazine, defense battery, stand ready with countermeasures. You may fire when ready. Firing 0.4. I repeat, this is the Imperial Starship Excalibur. I am Captain Tane, and that was my warning shot. The Empire is dead. Target that ship. Commander, I would like to demonstrate just exactly how dead the Empire really is. Targeting lead ANSYS battlecruiser. They're running. They've tucked tail and are running. You have been listening to The Falcon Banner, Episode 5, The Future Remembered, Part 2. Scripted by Mark Brzee. Based on The Falcon Banner, a novel by Christopher Patrick Lydon. 
Original music composed and performed by Kai Hartwig and Kevin McLeod. Produced, directed, and post-produced by Chris Snyder. Co-produced by Mark Brzee. Special thanks to Christopher Patrick Lydon for making the series possible. The executive producer for Darker Projects is Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. Twelve years. That's how long our mission was. Twelve years in which I and the crew of the exploration ship Asimov charted the mysteries of unexplored space. Only to come home and find that home had been destroyed. The AMSIS carried out an orbital bombardment of the Earth, leveling almost every city across the face of the globe. Vast areas of Africa, Europe, the Indies and North America are so contaminated with radiation that they can no longer support life. We've returned to find our home gone. We stand alone. There's no one we can turn to for aid. No one whom we can call upon for help. And worse, the Emsis no more out here. They are hunting us. Captain, the AMSIS are trying to pin us down. There are several ships closing in on attack vectors. Maintain present course and speed. Engine room, how long before we can jump again? I'm doing everything I can to bypass the main safety setting, but I need another minute. We don't have another minute. All cannons. Fire. must exhaust every effort in preserving the legacy of the Empire and restore it to its great glory. The immortal Emperor is dead. You have noticed that, haven't you? Regardless of that, the Empire you represent is gone. It's dead. I find myself wondering just how much longer we can elude them. We can't keep playing hide-and-seek with the Amsus. Sooner or later, our luck is going to run out. Commander, I think it's time we left this party. Helm, execute jump. Darker Projects presents The Sword of Windsor by Eric Busby. Based on the Falcon Banner novels by Christopher Patrick Lydon. 